Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, I'm going to be reading you 16 things that I would tell myself at 16. 16 pieces of advice or things that I wish I would have known when I was 16. So I'm going to breeze breeze through these. I might give a little explanation for some of them, but I would recommend after listening to this, sitting down and thinking of your list, thinking of the 16 things that you would have told yourself at 16, just because it's so fun, especially towards the end of every year, to reflect on all the growth you've had and all the things that you've learned and then also turn around and think about what that would be. Also, if you are maybe 16 or you know younger than me, I'm 25, listening to this, maybe these are things where you can learn from them now instead of waiting until you're older to learn them. And the last thing I want you to remember is that 10 years from now, no matter how old you are, there are things you're going to look back and wish you could have told yourself, right? And when I'm 35, I'm going to look back and think of things that I wish I would have, you know, I would tell myself at 25. And so you're always growing, we're always growing. And, you know, a lot of the things that I thought were the end of the world at 16 weren't. Okay. So let's break this down. Let's begin. So number one, number one, They won't like you even if you buy the name brand things that they have. I really struggled with this growing up and especially in high school of thinking that, you know, I needed to buy the name brand things for the people who I wanted to like me or I needed to buy, um, you know, the same, I'd have the same style as them or I just have the same this. I was such a mirror for the people around me that I wanted to feel included by that, I really struggled with knowing what I actually liked, right? There was a long period of time where I didn't actually know if I liked the name brands or if I liked how I, the style I was wearing. I just knew that other people did it. And so I was trying to mirror that. And so that's the first thing I would tell myself is that, you know, you don't have to buy that to get other people to like you because they're not going to like you anyway, right? And that's okay. So that's number one. Number two, don't go on birth control. That is absolutely, that's probably one of the top, one of the top ones. Um, because I just, I've talked about this on Instagram and I actually have a, an interview coming up that will come out um, in a couple weeks talking more about this, about hormones and especially like female women's hormones. But birth control, just, I went off birth control in um, April of 2020, April of this year, and it was hard coming off of it at first just because your your hormones were are like 
WTF is going on. But I am so grateful that I did. And I wish I would have done it. I, I wish I would have never gone on um, hormonal birth control. I wish I would have never gone on it because it's such a suppressant and all these things. And I'm no expert. Um, so don't, don't, you know, you don't have to listen to me. But that is just such a, oh my gosh, such a big thing that I wish I would have never gone on because there's so many other ways that you can take care of your body and know what's going on without pumping in fake hormones that just suppress, (laughs) suppress all of your emotions and and everything. So wish I would have never done that. Okay. Number three. I mean, and also I I do want to throw this out that like, if I could go back in time and change anything, I wouldn't because I love how my life has panned out. I love all the things that I've learned you know, I just want to like give that disclaimer. Okay. Number three, read a book about saving money and understand what loans are before you take them out. I graduated, I was pretty young for my grade. Um, so I'm 25, but I like, I was always, my birthday's in September. And so I was always the youngest. Um, and so I graduated at 17. Like I went to college at 17 and I, when I took out student loans, I had no idea what, I didn't even understand what loans were. I literally didn't know. I didn't understand debt. Like I didn't get it. And I, I certainly did not know that I would be taking out $36,000. And to me that felt like fake money. And so I wish I would have, you know, I'd tell myself to just pick up a book, start, start learning about that. And I actually made pretty good money for a 16 year old because I babysat all of the time and pretty much full time during the summer. So I was making pretty good money, but I it was just coming in and going out because I did, had no idea how to manage it. Number four, don't date boys who make you feel like you have to change who you are. That was a big thing for me. You'll see a theme throughout this of like, I thought I had to be a mirror. And so if a boy liked um, you know, sports, I would be like, okay, I need to pretend I like sports or I need to pretend I, um, you know, think this is funny or I need to be quieter or I need to do this or I need to like this. And so I really struggled a long time really figuring out who I was apart from the mirror that I was trying to be. And so especially with boys, that was like such a big thing that I used to struggle with. And so you know, don't change. Don't change for people. Number five, use fake tanner and use sunscreen. Oh, this is another one that I just look back and cringe. I used to go into tanning beds all the time. I really struggled with breakouts when I was in, in, um, high school. Like it was really bad in high school. And so the only thing that I tried at the time was I knew that tanning would help it. And so I would go and tan in a tanning bed until I would get like burnt basically just so my acne would go away. And that was how I solved that problem. And oh, it just makes me so sad because one, and I, I, you know, who doesn't feel like they look better when they're tan, right? I just feel like I love, I love being tan, but now I use an all natural non-toxic self tanner and I just really, you know, I was such a insecure girl walking into that tanning room thinking that that would help solve a problem. And so I just, and I wish I would have used sunscreen because I really didn't use sunscreen when I was like 16 at all. Okay, number six, 
stop looking to other people for validation and start trusting yourself. I had to get an opinion by someone for everything, for everything. Before I post on Instagram, before I wore an outfit, before I um, chose a pro- like a, an, a project or before I chose the book or before I chose what I was doing, I had to get validation for absolutely everything because I didn't, you know, I didn't trust myself or I didn't have that. I didn't tap into that intuition. Number seven, you aren't stupid for how much you like Instagram. Okay. This is a silly one, but even in high school, I really liked Instagram and I would post quite a bit compared to like other people. And I would post quite a bit and I got made fun of a lot, especially by, um, you know, my family give me a hard time or whatever. But, and yeah, I would just be like, wow, maybe I am really stupid for liking Instagram and, you know, wanting to post on it or wanting to be what, you know, when they, they created stories, I think when I was in college, maybe I can't remember, but, um, (laughs) things like that. Like I just, I, I'm glad that I kept doing it. I'm glad that I learned that because now a lot of my like job is on social media. And so I just don't listen to people, 16 year old Chloe. It isn't stupid. Number eight, you aren't too loud and your big ideas aren't dumb. I am kind of the queen of just like big, like very irrational ideas. And, um, Shay, (laughs) Shay is the, um, usually now the first person I go to and he, he knows that when I come to him with a really big idea that one, all I want is for him to be excited about it. And then he can kind of like calm me down a little bit, right? Because I'm kind of known for, you know, waking up at 3 a.m. and being like, Shay, wake up. What if we bought like a ice skating rink, right? Like I'm just making that up. I've never said that, but something like that. And then Shay's like, wow, so cool. Love where your head's at. Let's, let's like do some research tomorrow, right? Like bringing me down a little bit. And I've always been this way. I've always had like really cool ideas, but I would get more so like laughed at them, you know, when I was younger or like, oh, you're so loud. I'm very, I am very loud, but that's just who I am. Right. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. And so I'm not, you're not too loud and your big ideas aren't dumb. Like keep having those ideas. Number nine, other people not liking you isn't something you need to fix. Let me repeat this one. Other people not liking you isn't something that you need to fix. This was a huge one. And I might even make its own podcast about this because I, this is such a, a big problem in our society. But as a kid, I can remember going to like even like my teacher and saying like, oh, you know, my teacher, she's mad at me. And then what does the teacher say? The teacher says, okay, like how can you fix it? How can you fix it? Right. And so we're taught from a young age that if somebody else doesn't like you or if somebody else is, you know, has a problem with you or something that you need to fix it. And that es- that would escalate to even today, there will be times today where I'll get a mean DM from some internet stranger, from some troll who's like, you're stupid, go to hell. And I'm immediately like, how can I prove to them that I'm a, like, that they should like me, 
right? That sometimes that is my first instinct. How can I prove to them that they should like me? Because again, growing up, that's something that we're taught a lot of the time. And so that's a big one that I'm still unlearning to this day is that, I mean, and there's a difference, right? Like if your friend's mad at you and you're like, screw it, it doesn't matter if she, no, like, of course there are times when you want to have conversations and apologize and mend those relationships. But there's also times when if other people don't like you, it doesn't matter. It, it's okay. It mean it, it's that's just it's going to happen. Um, and you don't necessarily need to fix it. Number 10, try harder in Spanish class. I've posted about this before, but one of my big goals in life is to be bilingual and speak fluent Spanish. And I took, I was a Spanish, I was a double major in Span- in college and the, my second major was Spanish. And so I took Spanish all of high school and all of college and I really would not speak up. And, and right, part of learning another language is like practicing it out loud, it's literally speaking it. And I would always try to not talk in class because I would be so worried I would sound, I would sound stupid. And so I wouldn't talk. And then the people who did talk did better, right? They, because they understood it more and they made the mistakes and then learned. Whereas I was so worried about making mistakes, I wouldn't speak up. And so, I mean, I feel like that's, you know, that's kind of its own, uh, its own lesson to be learned, but also specifically, I wish, I wish to this day I was better. I was farther along learning Spanish because, um, yeah, I wish I would have, I would have spoken up more in Spanish class. Okay. Number 11, don't focus on cutting things out of your diet. Instead, focus on eating a balanced meal. So again, I am no expert. I'm no dietitian. Don't, don't look at me for the answers. But for me, something that's been really big, especially we talked about this earlier, but about balancing my hormones and just feeling really good and feeling really healthy is I used to, even at 16, which makes me so sad, I was very aware of what I ate. Like I would think, oh, I can't have sugar or I can't have this because then I'll gain weight. I would think that a lot. And I was so focused on that, that if I did eat a pizza by itself, I I would basically be like, well, screw it. I'm already eating pizza. I'm, I might as well just stuff myself until I'm so full. And then for the next meal, I'd be like, I can't have anything. The next day, I'd be like, I can't eat anything that's not good for you. And instead, I wish I would have focused less on, you know, cutting out pizza or and then just going all in for pizza and instead being like, cool, if I'm going to have pizza, maybe I'll also have like a greens drink or maybe I'll have some veggies on the side or, you know, just adding something and adding nutrition instead of trying to take away other stuff. Um, number 12, stop being an asshole to your siblings. This is always something that's very shocking for people like our, our, my good friends is that me and my older sister, I have a sister who's four years older than me. We're best friends now, but that we weren't friends really growing up. Like we played together when we were younger and then there was like, I don't know, a 10 year, 12 year period where we didn't talk. Like we just did not talk. Like I didn't even wish her like happy birthday. Um, when she was in college and I was still in high school, we just, it, we, we just did not have a relationship at all. And it's like, it's crazy looking back because she's like my best friend. I don't, I talk to her like every day and, um, and even I I have a younger brother too. And I just, I, I wish I would have told my 16 year old self to not be 
you know, an asshole to, to my siblings because I would have never guessed at 16 that at, you know, 25, they would be like, you know, my favorite people ever. So stop being an asshole to your siblings. Okay. Number 13, don't be worried when the career test tells you that your dream job is inconclusive. Um, you're not lost, right? You're not lost. The test just probably didn't have, you know, being a CEO at 23 as a drop down option, right? I'm pretty sure I took, I can remember we were, I, I, I just turned 16 or like I was just about to turn 16 or something. And we had to take this test in school that was, I forget. It was like, you know, those like junior achievements, things where it was like a booklet and then you'd like open the Ziploc baggie and then you do like stuff. Maybe, maybe that's like just a like Iowa Midwest thing because I grew up in Iowa. But, um, anyway, we had to take this like career test and you'd answer all these questions about what you like and what you don't like and what you want to do. And the first time I took it, it literally said inconclusive and everyone else, we all finished at the same time. And so everyone's like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a doctor. And I'm like, Oh, um, I just felt so dumb. I felt so dumb. And I felt like there was something wrong with me. And then I took it again. And the second time I took it, it said that I would be a bus driver. And I don't want to like shit on anyone being a bus driver. That's awesome. But I, for to be surrounded by all my friends who were saying that their test told them they were going to be a doctor and a lawyer and a politician and all of these you know, what I thought at the time was like very like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, like, I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, Siri, leave me alone. Uh, my Apple Watch just bumped it. But these like very like high up jobs, it seemed really cool. And so, the, and I had wanted, I wanted to go to college and, you know, get a degree and all this stuff and have a job that needed a degree. And so then again, I, and I think I lied. I remember, so I took it the first time, got inconclusive, took the second time, it said bus driver. And then I just lied. I think, I don't know what I lied about. I think I said like, yeah, I got a lawyer too. Actually, I did want to be a lawyer when I was in high school, but, um, I just lied about it. And I remember feeling like, what's wrong with me? Like, do I just not fit into the box like what's wrong with me and so I just remind myself that it's okay if you don't fit into the box you're not you're not put on this earth to fit into a box okay number four learn about your privilege read about racism read about what it means to be an ally it's okay you're uncomfortable that's the whole point we we really weren't taught like the extent in which we were taught about racism in school was like racism used to be a thing now it's over right like that was basically what we were taught growing up and so I was like all right like sounds good and really didn't think that much of it right because I lived in like a privileged little bubble where I didn't have to um and I hate to say that I I hate admitting it and um but it's the truth it's really the truth and I wish that I would have cared about that enough like I I wish I would have cared and I wish I would have just questioned things, right? Like I just, I just never questioned things. And I feel like, and I, I know that if I would have been confronted with like, hey, here's the book about racism, read it, that I would have started it, gotten uncomfortable and been like, I'm uncomfortable. Therefore, I need to stop reading this because I'm uncomfortable. And so not only do I wish I would have, you know, 
dove into some of those resources, I wish I also would have gotten the advice of like, it's okay that you're uncomfortable reading it. Like that's the whole point. Like you need to be, because this is a, not a fun subject, but you have to learn about it. So um, that is a whole. Number 15, speak up. I did not speak up at all when it came to any authority figure. So if it was in class, I already talked about this, like with Spanish class and stuff. But if it was at the doctor's office, like I remember I'd be at the dentist and the dentist would poke my gums so hard that I would have tears running down my face. And my dentist would be like, oh, are you okay? Like, does that hurt? Do you want me to stop? And I'd be like, oh no, I'm fine. Right? Because I was so worried about speaking up. And again, I I just wish I would have trusted my voice more and allowed myself to, to speak up. And then lastly, number 16, this is advice from my dad that he that he always gave us. Do your best, forget the rest, and don't take no shit. That's Dale Crane um, advice right there. But I, I really wish I would have cared less about what people who weren't my like best friends and family. I wish I would have cared less about the people outside of my friends and family thought of me. I wish I would have cared less because so, so, so much of my decisions were made on those, those people, right? Like what everyone thought of me, but especially people who weren't a part of my life. Like, why did I let, and honestly, 16 year old Chloe is probably thinking like, bitch, you still do that sometimes. Um, but like, why do, why did I let outside people, you know, people from the outside looking in dictate how I lived, how I showed up, how big I played, um, and everything like that. And it's a good reminder for me today, because again, like I said earlier, I'll have, um, you know, somebody, you know, leave a mean comment or say something who I have no idea who they are, right? They're a stranger on the internet and, and sometimes it will, it will get to me. And so it's a good reminder even today. So there we go. There's my list of 16 things that I wish I would have known at 16. I encourage you to make your own list, right? Make your own list and and think of it. But also at the same time, don't get in your head too much on like, man, if I would have like known how to pay off debt or know how to handle money at 16, like I wouldn't be where I am today. And like, I screwed myself over and don't, don't get into the weeds that far. Right. I just want you to reflect on that stuff and also reflect on how much life you have, right? Like you have so much more time. And especially when it comes to money and finances, today is your best time to start, right? Today is the best time for you to start. And so don't, you know, don't get too hard on yourself. Reflect and implement some stuff today that is going to help you. So in 10 years, you look back and instead of money being a category of things you wish you could tell yourself, it's in the category of things that you're really, really proud of yourself for. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast, and I will see you back next week.